And that was really good. Um, and you can come right back up. We're going to do a children's talk. Pastor Scott said that he had something on his desk last night at 11 o'clock. He said, well, why don't you read it for the children? So let's see. Come on up. If you are, you know, if you feel like a kid this morning, you can come on up. Why not, right? All right. We're going to do this together here. He gave me some pictures that are kind of fun. That was so good, Gwen. You know why people clapped? Because you're young and you did a great job. It was really fun to see you reading scripture. They're pictures of babies. Who, what, who do you think this is? This is someone that goes to our church. Who do you think this is? Wouldn't that be so cute if that were me? But it's, it's this guy. Who do you think this is? <laughs> oh, man, I wish you were here right now. <laughs> You know who this is? It's Pastor Scott. What? <laughs> yeah. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Yeah. It's almost better that he's not here, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. Who do you think this is? It's a kid. You, now you think this is Pastor Scott. What? We just did Pastor Scott. This is a new guy. That was Pastor Scott was the baby. You think it's me? No, it's a boy. It's a boy, right? Right? Oh, you're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's Mr. Larry, Leader Larry. Yes, yes. Does anybody, raise your hand if you wonder what you might look like when you get old. Yeah. Yeah, what what would I what would I look like when I get old? This this is you. This is you. No, this isn't me. So, um, what? Do you? It does look kind of look like me. Okay, so is it maybe? Um, okay, so I have a question. Do you ever? Do you do you ever wonder? Do you ever wonder? Do you ever wonder if you'll ever grow up? Do you ever feel like this little girl? who's a random little girl who we don't even know who it is all the time. Like, am I ever going to grow up? Yeah. 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 Have you ever, have you ever gone to the, you want to ride a ride and you're like, Oh, I'm still not tall enough. Am I ever, am I ever going to grow up? Am I ever going to wear high shoes? Yeah. Um, that, that was some random girl off the internet. I'm pretty sure. But again, because this is Pastor Scott's little spiel, I'm not sure where he got this picture. So I, I want to ask um, you a couple of questions about growing up and feeling um, like maybe, maybe I don't matter or maybe I'm not good enough. Or as Pastor Scott was going to tell you, he worried about not ever being tall enough. Yeah. And you know what his mom would do? She would reassure him. She would say, it's okay. You're going to grow. You're going to grow, she would say to him. She would reassure him. And does anybody know what reassurance means? Any have any idea? Oh, Addie might know. Yeah. She's like, I've been up all night. Okay. Allie? Blank. Okay. Okay. So reassurance, this is what Pastor Scott says. Something that will make someone feel less afraid, upset, or worried. Wouldn't that be great to be reassured, feel less upset, less worried, and less afraid? Those are all good things, to feel less afraid, right? 
So his mom would reassure him, it's okay, you're going to grow, it's going to be all right. Um, but did, did he, he didn't get real tall. And he said, you know what, it's okay, I'm okay with it now. And I'm sure if he were sitting here, he'd be telling you, I'm okay with it, it's okay. But there's even better reassurances that come from Scripture. And um, part of why Pastor Scott's mom would reassure him and make him feel less afraid is because she loved him so, 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 so much. Moms have a lot of love for their boys, but God has even more love for us as his children. And so let's listen to these words that are from the scriptures. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what will, what we will, yeah, read it for me. And what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him and see him as he is. That's a little weird, isn't it? It's almost like we could, yeah, it's what Gwen just read. We can look like Jesus. What are some things that we know about Jesus? Do we actually know what he looks like? I mean, we thought we did, because but it was Pastor Scott. So, <laughs> what do we what do we know about Jesus? What do we know? What's something we, we know about Jesus? Hindo. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he died in his thirties. That's right. That's right. What else do we know? He was a person. He was a person. Yes. Say it again. He had a beard, probably, probably. He was a part of God. Yeah, he was, he was, he never sinned. Whoa. So someday we'll be perfect? Yeah. When we're in heaven, we will all be perfect. That's, that's something really uh, to look forward to. Kenny. He lives in heaven. That's right. That's right. And so someday we'll be face to face with Jesus and we'll be honest, generous, powerful. Can we be those things here on earth? Yeah, Yeah, we can. (laughs) Yeah. I bet your parents would love if you were honest, right? Yeah. That would be great. Generous. Yeah. Right. Sharing with our brothers and sisters and our friends. That'd be really good. It'd be really good. So does it matter so much if we're tall or short? Not really. Sometimes it feels like it, for sure. Yeah, if we want to get on the roller coaster ride, for sure. But the most important things is the things of the way Jesus is, that he is kind, he is loving, he's compassionate. And when that's the, those are the things that we want to look like when we say we want to look like Jesus. We can look in the mirror and see the kindness, love that he has for us. All right, let's pray. God, I thank you for this group of uh, young people who long to be like you. I ask, God, that you would train them up and that you would show them um, how to go and that you would strengthen them and encourage them as they look in the mirror each day and seek to be more like you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, you can head back to your seats. Thank you. Excellent job. Excellent job, everyone. I love that. Okay, so the reason Dave Slacky's uh, name popped in my head is uh, I was going to pray about this amazing feat that he's made. He's he won an award, or it's like top three presidential, top five.
Presidential Science and Math Award. It's super huge. I didn't know I'd be saying this this morning, so I would have like looked it up on Facebook and all that. You can see it on Facebook. His children were saying what an amazing, it is a huge award and it's amazing. Um, so let's give it up for Dave Slackey. What I love about Dave Slagkey is he is an imitator of Christ and he's in the public school system and he's doing um, some great work and people who don't know Christ at all are getting to see um, Jesus in the mirror by looking at Dave Slackey who cares about his students and is doing um, quality teaching for um, his students as well. Let's pray. God, we come before you this morning wanting to hear just from you. And so we ask, God, that we would open our hearts and our minds to hear what you have to tell us. And Lord God, we ask that you would give me um, your words. In your name we pray. Amen. So it's interesting that we would overlap with All Saints Day as we're doing an imitator's series and how um, we think about those people that have gone before us and we think about how much they've shaped our lives. I think about, you know, Dora, who I watched her at camp, and she was hilarious, and I was like, I want to be like her. But she went home way too early, I thought. But I think it kind of opened up the door for the next generation to come in and be the new camp leaders along the way. And it was reassuring to me to know that people had been in the faith and had gone before me, and I could follow in their footsteps. Reassurance, again, is helping someone feel less afraid, less upset, and less worried. As you look at the book of John, verses 2:26, it says, This is why I'm writing this, so that you are not led astray. So this passage of scripture that Gwen so eloquently uh, read for us, the reason those words are in scripture are so that we won't be led astray, so that we can stay true to the truth of Jesus Christ. There were false teachers out there leading people astray who had just come into relationship with Christ. And they were trying to set them um, in a different direction. They were, they were saying unsettling things like, well, it's not really true. It can't really happen. There are two ways that we um, can think about this passage of Scripture and being reassured this morning. Number one, and we all need to hear this, you are beloved and you belong to God. So good to hear that. You are beloved and you belong to God. And this is so exciting to me. You will be like Jesus. You, you ever gone through your day and you're like, this is the worst day. I'm the worst person ever. Someday you won't be. You'll get to be looking in the mirror at Jesus Christ and know that you are whole. The way we can know that we are beloved and belonged and belong, if we look at this passage of Scripture, verse 1, see what great love the Father has lavished on us that we would be called children of God. Lavish is a beautiful word. I would love to be lavished. Just It doesn't matter, right? Because it's going to be good. That word lavish means a, 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 a big, over-the-top, 
gesture. Lavished with love is a beautiful, reassuring love. That love that says, you belong to me. When someone lavishes love on you, whether it's a parent or a spouse or a friend, when you are lavished with love, you know that you belong to that person. And God wants to say to you this morning, I love you deeply. I love you with a love that is just lavished upon you. He wants to say that you belong to him. This love, when we hear that we are children of God, is strong. Parents, most of the time, love their children deeply. I know this because I've been a youth pastor for 22 years, and you are a fierce crowd. You love your children deeply. Now, I don't work in the hardest of places, And I'm thankful to get to see a lot of parents who love their children with this kind of lavish love. And part of that lavish love comes in when you name your child. It starts at the very beginning. You're like, what shall we name this amazing creation, right? They probably haven't pooped yet, right? But there's that lavish love at the very beginning where you want to pick the perfect name for the child. The name means a lot. And even today, at the end of the service, we're going to give you an opportunity to write a card on the card that's in in your pew, a name of someone who's gone on before you. There's something so powerful about hearing someone's name who's gone on before you. To hear that name again is powerful. Because so often, once someone has died, people stop saying their name. You want to hear their name again. You want to talk about that person again. Which is why I do feel like it is a celebration of the saints. We are celebrating their life here on earth. And when we say their names, it's important and it's it's significant. John presses in the distinction In order to reassure, child of God is not just a name, it's a reality. It's who you are. If you are in relationship with Jesus Christ, you are a child of God. It's powerful, it's good, it's rich. The old English commentator William Barclay says this, There's a difference between paternity and fatherhood. Paternity describes a relationship in which a man is responsible for the physical existence of a child. Fatherhood describes an intimate, loving relationship. Last night we watched the movie Pursuit of Happiness. And at the very beginning, it's based on a true story. At the very beginning, the dad says, My father left me and I never met him until I was 28 years old. And he said, and I want to be different. And the whole movie was just, it was like gut-wrenching. Because he was doing everything he could to keep his hand on his son. Everything he was doing in his life was to make sure he kept his son safe. He was a father. He was the daddy to that child. And that is the kind of love that God has for us. He longs to make sure we know 
You are beloved and you belong. We belong to him. And the second reassurance that we have is that we'll be like Jesus someday. Dear friends, now we are children of God that we may that what we will be has not yet been made known, but we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. We shall be like him. I love that. I cannot wait to be like him. And actually so much so that I've based my whole life on trying to be more like him every day. Do I fail every day? Absolutely. But every day I long to be more like him. I want to imitate him. I want to grow so that I can be more like him in humility, honesty, acceptance, compassion, gratitude, rejoicing in the midst of suffering, reconciling, trusting, in obedience, and having a pure heart. I long to have a pure heart. This doesn't come easy. We have to be intentional about it, which is why we've done this whole series on imitators. We have to choose to imitate Christ. But here's a couple more reassurances when you think about working hard to be more like Christ. We were originally created in the image of God. Woohoo! It's out of the brokenness that we get further away from who Christ is. But it is in the restoring and the healing that only Christ can give that we can be more like Christ. We are using the image of the mirror for the imitator series. Takes us right to 2 Corinthians 3.18. And all of us, with unveiled faces, seeing the glory of the Lord as though reflected in a mirror, are being transformed into the same image from one degree, degree of glory to another. But the ultimate reassurance is that Jesus Christ will come again. That is the ultimate reassurance, that we will be in the presence of God. He is coming back. This is our future and our hope the new kingdom, and the new earth. Here's a little glimpse of it from Revelation. You might even want to close your eyes for this. You ready? And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared and ready like a bride, dressed to meet her husband. I heard a loud voice speaking from the throne. Now God's home is with men and women. We will live with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them, and he will be their God. Love this part on All Saints Day. He will wipe away all tears from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more grief, no more crying or pain. The old things have disappeared. And finally then, we will be like him. We will be less afraid. 
We will be less worried. We will be less upset. That is our hope and our reassurance that only God can give. This is the hope we have not just for ourselves, but also the hope we have for those who've gone before us. The hope in the resurrection, the hope of seeing Christ face to face someday. This morning as we move to the table, we think about these words of assurance that we've been reciting together for years. Hear them as reassurance as we read these words together. The Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and was buried. He descended into Hades. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let's pray. God, we thank you that you reassure us all the time. You love for us to stand in your presence. You love for us to know that you are God and that you are on the throne. And Lord God, as we enter into communion now, may we allow ourselves to remember that it is because you died on the cross for our sins that we can be reassured. We can be without worry, without fear, because we can be in relationship with you. In your holy name we pray.